Good evening, everyone. Welcome to a late night edition of the Sideline Junkies. It's me, KG, sitting in the pilot's chair, captain in the ship solo tonight. Uh, just doing a week three wrap up real quick. Didn't want to disappoint. Uh, I said on Twitter that you know we would come back Tuesday night. So hey, let's drop in and get it going. Uh, let's start off with the standings between. The sideline junkies. Uh, right now, Delonte on the season, he finished nine and seven this week. Overall, thirty-one fifteen and two, leading the pack. In second place is BJ, who finished nine and seven also this week. Uh, Twenty-eight eighteen and two. Tied for third place is uh, Junie, who finished eight and eight this week. Twenty-three twenty-three and two, and myself. Who put it together, came back ten and six after a abysmal week last week. I mean I mean I made the sideline junkies look bad with my picks last week. But I'm twenty three, twenty three and two myself. And due to Big Jim not picking uh the one and the four o'clock games and he went one and one this week because he only picked the eight and the and the Monday night game. And he's right now overall sixteen, sixteen and two. But that's subject to change. We we may bail him out a little bit. But let's jump into some Sunday 1 p.m. action. Let's go down to Atlanta. The Falcons versus New Orleans, which is a vicious game. It was a straight shootout. New Orleans took that one 43-37. Uh, Drew Brees, my man, who I think is one of the best quarterbacks in the league, 39-49, 396 and three touchdowns. He also... Ran one in to win the game in overtime. Alvin Kamara, 16 carries, 66 yards. But he also had 15 receptions for 124. That says a lot. Uh, Thomas had 10 receptions for 129. So this is a solid game passing as usual for the Saints. Uh, On the flip side, Matt Ryan and the Falcons... Matt Ryan was 26 of 35 for 374 with five touchdowns. Impressive numbers. I mean, we harp on Matt Ryan a lot about, you know, seem like he fades a little bit and doesn't get it done when he needs to, but hey, he had a pretty monster game there. Uh, Coleman had 15 carries, 33 yards. Ridley, seven catches, 146. And three touchdowns. Whoever had him in fantasy, whoever had Matt Ryan in fantasy, I know y'all did real good. Uh, Julio Jones, five catches, 96 yards. Not bad, not bad at all. One thing I would love to see from the Saints is just a little bit more defense. I think this is a really, really good team. And I just want to see more defense from them. Because, I mean, they're giving up entirely too many points. And they're getting in the shootouts with teams that I really think that they should be blowing out. So, hopefully it gets together and they they fix it. As far as Atlanta goes, I mean, they showed that they can they can uh, keep up. So, that's a good thing. And I, I think that they kind of look back at it. And maybe, of course, they don't feel that they should have lost the game. But they did everything in their power. They just couldn't take it down in the stretch. So, uh, I'm not going to go through all the games. Let's jump through a couple of key ones and locally and things like that. Next, we're going to head up to Baltimore, right up 295. 
and the Baltimore Ravens took on Delonte's Denver Broncos. Uh, in the pregame show, BJ called it. He said either Case Keenum or Joe Flacco was going to throw an interception that meant the game, or it was going to cause you know some some friction and and cost the game. Case Keenum did just that. Uh, he was twenty-two or thirty-four, one ninety-two, no touchdowns. Freeman, uh, thirteen carries, fifty-three yards, one touchdown. Demarius Thomas. Five receptions, 63 yards. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders, five receptions, 38 yards. And Emmanuel Sanders always had also had one rush for 35 yards, which resulted in a touchdown. Uh, on the flip side, let's take a look at them Ravens. Joe Flacco, 25 of 40, 277 in the touchdown. Collins, 18 carries, 68 yards in a touch. Uh, Allen, six carries, seven yards. One touchdown. I told Jimmy, I said, you know, that right there, if you got six carries for seven yards, but you got a touchdown. I've seen Jerome Bettis get three carries for three yards, but he had three touchdowns. It's all about what you do. And if he's picking up first downs on short yardage with those six carries and he got into the end zone, I'm not mad at it. Uh, Michael Crabtree, seven catches, 61 yards. Uh, Brown. Five catches, 86 yards. Eh, it got the, the Ravens back to looking kind of sort of like they did against Buffalo. But, I mean, they played Buffalo here. So, I can't take too much into it to say, you know, well, the Ravens are back. I mean, they're, they're really not. I mean, they're sort of struggling, but, hey, don't count them out. They're in a tough division, and you know it's the one of the best divisions, and I like it to call it call it a black and blue division in the AFC North. So don't count the Ravens out. You never know what's going to happen. On the other side with the Broncos, uh, I really Case Keenum's a good quarterback, but he needs more production from his receivers. His receivers have to give him more. He has to get a running game to get you know be able to be really, really effective, and he's not getting that. So you're not really seeing Case Keenum at the height. So if he gets that, maybe we can see the Case Keenum we saw last year, who was, well, more than a decent quarterback, I should say. And he was pretty daggone good last year. Let's head north and go to Minnesota. Minnesota, Minnesota, not Minnesota, Minnesota. Where BJ's Buffalo Bills took on the Minnesota Vikings. This was a shock. Everybody, every one of the sideline junkies, BJ included, had Minnesota taking this game. I mean... You had scores. I gave it a score, 37-3 Minnesota. BJ said 38-17 Minnesota. Delonte, 41-6 Minnesota. I believe Junie said 24-10 Minnesota. Like, we had Minnesota paid. Like, don't even play this game. It's over. You know, we good. Man, the Bills came out and laid the smack down. They ended the first quarter up 17-0. Went into halftime 
27 to nothing. Who expected Buffalo? This is not your Jim Kelly Buffalo. This is not even uh, 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 Wade Phillips Buffalo. This is not Marv Levy on the sidelines, the K-Gun offense. No, 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 no. This is 2018 Buffalo with Josh Allen as your quarterback. And they went in, and Minnesota's a Super Bowl favorite. And they went in and absolutely destroyed them. Kirk Cousins, 40 of 55, 296 on the touchdown. Boom. Two carries, 11 yards. Thielen, 14 catches, 105 yards. Rudolph, 5 catches, 48 yards. Now, I just read those stats down. The problem I see, no running game whatsoever. I mean, yeah, of course you had to abandon the run when you're down 27 to nothing. But, gee, me Christmas. I mean, they, they... They walked, the Buffalo Bills walked into the ring, the bell rung, and they turned into Mike Tyson. They molly whopped the daggone Minnesota Vikings. Josh Allen, the rookie. Josh Allen, 15 to 22, 196, and a touchdown. He also carried the ball 10 times for 39 yards and two touchdowns and had a very impressive run where he hurdled a defender. I'm just, <laughs> I'm impressed with him. Uh, Chris Ivory, 20 carries, 56 yards. Chris Ivory also had three receptions for 70 yards. And Kelvin Benjamin, three receptions for 29 yards. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, If Buffalo could get more. Now, mind you, Buffalo played this game. Shady was inactive. If they could get more of a run game presence, I think this team could do something magnificent you know you're not expecting it's one of those unexpected things where you don't expect them to come out and play against a contender like this and 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 go ham and that's exactly what they did they went ham and if you don't know what that is look it up jay-z and kanye west and find out what ham is they let these know who they is that's what they did and I, I was impressed. I mean, I was on the phone with BJ the whole time. Like, dude, where did this come from? But one thing I want to see from Buffalo, the same intensity. Uh, no, no let me, let me, it's 2018. Come with that same energy next time. Next game, come with that same energy. That's what I want to see from Buffalo. I, I don't want to see, you know, you go back to the lackluster play. No, 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 no. Same way you just play Minnesota, who's a Super Bowl contender, a Super Bowl favorite. Play everybody else the rest of the season. I want to see you do that against the Patriots because they showed that they can be beat. But that again, we'll get into that uh, later on. Minnesota, I'm not. I mean, Kirk did his thing, but 296, and if I'm not mistaken, he threw a couple picks. And, you went down early, and you still couldn't put up 27. They put up 27 in the first half, and all you could muster was six. That says something. I mean, I'm not saying, you know, it's trouble in paradise in, in Minnesota, but I'm, I'm, I'm not really sold on, like, what are they doing? What are you doing? That's what I'm saying. What are you doing? 
I, I didn't expect Minnesota to come out like that, but I hope that they can rebound. And next game, they don't show this type of intensity. Don't come with this energy, Minnesota. Come with that intensity that you came with against San Francisco in uh, week one. So, speaking of San Francisco, let's head out to Kansas City where they San Francisco 49ers played the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, the Chiefs won this game 38-27. Patrick Mahomes, who boy, set a record for the most touchdowns in the first three weeks with 13. Uh, this game also saw Jimmy Garoppolo go down. They had to do a MRI, but once everything was said and done, they were suspecting it was an ACL. It was later on confirmed Sunday night into Monday morning that it was his ACL, so he's gone for the season. Uh, let's start on the Kansas City Chiefs side. Patrick Mahomes, 24-38, 314, and three TDs. Uh, Kareem Hunt, 18 carries, 44 yards, two touchdowns. Sammy Watkins had two carries for 20. Uh, Travis Kelsey, absolute demon. Forget monster. You got monsters and you got demons. Travis Kelsey is a demon. And when it comes to tight ends, I put him on the same level with Gronk. He can change a game with just his play alone. He commands a safety over the top and a corner underneath. Because a linebacker is not going to do it. I'm, I'm telling you that now. But he commands that. And that opens it up for everybody else. And he, Travis Kelsey, eight catches, 114 yards. Sammy Watkins had five catches, 55, with one touchdown. Um, Patrick Mahomes, after the first three weeks, he is the real deal. He looks like he makes smart throws, and he doesn't take too many risks, and he's very confident. He's cool and calm. I mean, I, I, I love the way the kid plays. Um, I just, I mean, I could sit here and gush about him all day, but his work speaks for itself. He is pretty doggone good. And I'm not going to say he's an MVP candidate. I'm not going to put any un unrealistic titles on him or anything like that, but Patrick Mahomes is pretty daggone good. On the other side, uh, Jimmy G, before he went down, was 20 or 30. 251, two touchdowns. Uh, Alpha Morris, former Redskin, former Cowboy, 14 carries, 67 yards, one touchdown. Breida, 10 carries, 90 yards. Greg Kettle, another pretty daggone good tight end. Five catches, 79 yards. But not enough to get past these Kansas City Chiefs. Um, all the Chiefs got to do is keep playing the way they play. I mean, you got the weapons. Patrick Mahomes has the weapons. Kelsey, Watkins, Hunt, uh, Tyreek Hill. He has the weapons. So he's set up for success. And he has a great coach, Andy Reid. Uh, the 49ers, they're going to have to regroup if they're going to go with C.J. Beathard. Um, you're going to have to rally around C.J., but you're going to have to take a look at a few quarterbacks because C.J. is still young, and he may not be able to carry it. So you're going to have to look at a few quarterbacks to see who else you can pick up. That's, you know, and just in case C.J. stumbles a little bit, you can say, hey, 
we can go we can turn to this guy. Um you seem like San Francisco has a pretty good run game. Uh you know, you you getting production from both running backs, Breeder and Morris. And you know, you're not expecting Alf to be the game breaker he was here in Washington because I mean the reason why he ran the way he did was a threat of the read option. Let's be serious. They didn't know if he was gonna get the ball or RG3 was going to get the ball, or even Kirk. But that danger made him dangerous. So that's just my take on both teams. And let's go ahead and move on. We're going to come right here to the home of the sideline junkies, the DMV. And <laughs> my Washington Redskins took on the Green Bay Packers. Redskins came out hot in the first half. I mean hot. 31-17 win. Going to the bye week 2-1. That's not bad. Uh, jumped out quickly. Went into halftime 28-10. So, But slacked off in the second half. Only scored three points. But pretty much shut Aaron Rodgers down. So, uh, Speaking of A-Rod. On the bum knee, he still went 27-44, 265, and two touchdowns. But one thing I can say, it was a lot of drop balls by Green Bay's receivers. So don't take too much into that 27-44 because it was a lot of balls thrown on money. They hit them in the hands, and they were dropping them. And I seen Devontae Adams drop a few. But it was uh 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 can't even think of the guy's name, but he caught one along the sideline. He his eyes got big, he looked to the inside. He must have seen DJ Swearinger coming. He dropped the ball. I mean incomplete pass right there. So uh Jones was six for forty two, six carries, forty two yards. Williams uh, five curries, 29 yards. Allison, two catches, 76 yards, and a touchdown. Adams, who we talked about earlier with the drop, seven curry, uh, seven catches, 52 yards, and a touchdown. On the Redskins side, Alex Smith, very safe, 12 for 20, 220 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, AP pulled the, uh, uh, <laughs> Uh, what I like to call R. Kelly, he turned back the hands of time. And AP ran for 19 carries, 120 yards, and two touchdowns. Then you had Alex Smith with seven carries, 20 yards. Vernon Davis, two catches, 70 yards. And Jordan Reed, four catches, 65 yards. Uh, For the Green Bay Packers, you don't really have to worry about them too much. You know, they start off slow, and then when they come back into it, it's on and popping, you know. But one thing I can say, and a lot of Redskin Nation can attest to this, when Green Bay loses to the Redskins in the regular season, it's something about it that turns that team around and they go on a run that is so magical and so dominant. It's scary. A, a few years ago, they came here on a Monday night. And Jordy Nelson caught an early touchdown. And, you know, Redskins like they were struggling. 
all of a sudden, Captain Kirk and the crew got together and they pulled it out. And at the end of the game, Kirk running off the field, he said to Scott McClure, you going to pay me now? You going to pay me now? And Scott said, yeah, I'm going to pay you. Too bad Scott wasn't around to pay him. Well, we had our franchise quarterback, but that's another show, another topic. I'm not even going to get into it. I'm not bitter about it. Good luck for Kirk. Glad he made, you know, he, he got the deal he was looking for. I'm glad my man Scott McClellan, one of the best minds in football right now, is doing his thing as a consultant with Cleveland. So that's said and done. Um, but don't worry about Green Bay at all. Green Bay is going to do their thing. And Aaron Rodgers, once that bye week comes, he gets a little rest. That knee will get better. I'm just hoping it's not really serious and he's pushing it. If it's serious, A-Rod, please sit down. One thing that me as a football fan, not even as a Redskins fan, as a football fan, I don't want to watch football, especially a Green Bay game without A-Rod. I love watching the way he plays. So Green Bay is fine. It's not even a a, a, a need to be scared or panic. So Green Bay fans, y'all are good. On Washington's side, um, of course I'm going to be a little bit more critical because it's my team, but I'm a realist. I'm not going to say, you know, we beat Green Bay. Oh, yeah, Super Bowl. No, I don't do things like that. Not here. Not ever. I'm too old for that. 26 years of uh, very little playoff success and very little regular season success. So I know how to measure and hedge out my optimism. But I would like to see the defense continue. Number two defense in the league right now as we speak. Um, I like to see the defense continue to play lights out. Matt Ioannidis on that D-line. I love him for what he does. Uh, Deron Payne, Allen, both Allens. Uh, the linebacker, Zach Brown. I, I would love to see DJ Swearinger. Love to see the way they play. I would love to see Josh Norman cover more number ones all the time. Like, I, If Josh Norman ever listens to Sideline Junkies, dude, I want to see you follow. If that's their, their best receiver, I want to see you lock him down. Like, nah, you're not catching nothing. I wouldn't care if they didn't throw to you. I don't care if you don't get an interception for the rest of the season. But if you lock down every number one and take him out the game, I am great with that. They don't have to throw to your side. You just lock down half the field. All we got to do is worry about the other half with Quentin Dunbar. And we really don't have to worry about that because Quentin Dunbar, Fabian Moreau, those guys are playing lights out. And I like the way they're playing. I like the way the whole defense are playing. On the offensive side, I like to see more because this falling off, you know, starting off fast and then falling off. You start off fast and fall off. We can't win games like that, fellas. And I say we, yes, I am part of Redskins Nation. Hail to the Redskins. But we, as a nation, Redskins as a team, cannot win games like that because it's going to be somebody, and we got lucky, kind of, sort of, because we didn't get the magical A-Rod who could come back from this deficit. So let's not take too much into account, but a win is a win is a win. So don't look at it no other way. And that was a pretty win. But sometimes you got to win ugly. I'd rather win ugly than lose pretty. Always remember that. Uh, Let's head up to Detroit. The Sunday nighter, uh, the Detroit Lions. (laughs) Another shock. Because everybody here, the sideline junkies, had New England in this one. I mean, I had New England 48-6. BJ said 31-24. Delonte, 38-10. Junie, 
42-21. Even Jim got in 24-10. We all had New England winning this game. Matthew Stafford and them boys came on out. And they said, we don't care who you are. You're the reigning AFC champ. That don't mean nothing to us. And they took it to TB12 and the Patriots. Matthew Stafford in a win, 27-30 of 36. 262 yards, two touchdowns. Johnson, 16 carries, 101. Blunt, 16 carries, 48 yards. Grind it out. That's what LeGarrette Blunt is for, just to grind it out. End of the game, let him let him grind it out. But when it get cold, he's like a tank. You just keep giving him the ball. He's going to smell a daggone end zone. Jones had four, carry, uh, four catches, 69 yards, and a touchdown. My man, Golden Tate out of the University of Notre Dame. Six catches, 69 yards. Pretty solid effort from the Lions. On the other side, TB12, 14-26, 133 and a touchdown. Not really his type of game, but they were frustrating him. Uh, Michelle, 14 carries, 50 yards. White, 4 carries, 37 yards. Gronkowski, only 4 catches, 51 yards. Hogan, 3 catches, 31 yards. Start with the Patriots real quick. Uh, if we can get Josh Gordon, I'm not. I'm saying we, I'm talking about football fans, I'm not a Patriot fan, not an undercover, but if we as football fans get to see Josh Gordon, Chris Hogan, uh, Edelman when he comes back, Edelman, yeah, 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 yeah I'm right, I'm right, Julian Edelman because he's suspended, uh, you know what, we get to see them and then you still got Corey Coleman. If Corey Coleman learns how to play football and run a route, uh, yeah, the Patriots are going to be dangerous. And then you still have Sony Michelle in the backfield. And Sony is not a bad running back. I like him and uh, Chubb at uh, uh, Georgia. So, you know, not not bad guys. And then that defense has to step up. It has to. Uh, I, I, I don't know what's going on. It seemed like when they lost Matt Patricia, they lost their identity. And one thing that uh, everybody said was that um, the reason why they lost to the, uh, the, the, the Lions because Matt Patricia knows these guys. He knows them. So, only time will tell. But that offense has to get back to not relying on Gronkowski so much. Josh Gordon gets healthy, and he's going to do something because I think he's really motivated. I'm praying that he's motivated. I'd like to see him get everything right because I, I, I know the tribulations and trials that he's been through. So, like to see him get it right. And he's playing with a contender. You got a good run game with White and Michelle. You got uh, who some call a goat, but, hey, he's one of the goats. I love Tom Brady. Uh, As the older he gets, the older I get, the more I'm like, yeah, he's just that good. But you got one of the best quarterbacks in the league. It could work. Just got to get that defense tight. On the flip side, 
the Detroit Lions, Matthew Safford. I mean, he's Matthew Safford. All you got to do is put the, 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 the weapons around him. He can use it. But I don't want to see them start off slow. Like I said about uh, Buffalo, use this, take the same energy. Next week, use that same energy. Go in like you're playing for the Super Bowl every day going week. Uh, he got a good running game. When they signed LeGarrette Blunt, I was like, oh, oh they they going to run the ball now. And that's what you need LeGarrette Blunt for. As the season wears on, when you want to wear teams down, give the ball to LeGarrette. That's it. And that's all. You got one of the best receivers, in my opinion, of course, because I'm biased. He came out of Notre Dame. But Golden Tate's a talent. Uh, Jones is a talent. You got these guys. All you got to do is keep this momentum running. Take this. This is not your Super Bowl. But this could be the start of something big because you beat – Last year's one of the Super Bowl participants in the, in the New England Patriots. That's it. That's all. Hey, run with it. The final game we're going to get into tonight, last night's game. Jim asked the question, has Fish Magic ran out? I was like, yeah, Jim. Fish Magic ran out. Fish Magic ran out. Oh, no, it didn't. The Steelers. Went into Tampa Bay on a night where they inducted Tony Dungy into the Tampa Bay Ring of Fame. Great coach. Uh, Should have had more than one one Super Bowl ring. But once again, another story for another time and another show. Uh, Pittsburgh jumped out quickly. 30-10 at halftime. And they almost lost this game. But Fitzmagic is not... Has not run out. So, uh, Big Ben, 30-38, 353, three touchdowns. He had an INT. Connor, 15 carries, 61 yards. Had a couple hard runs towards the end of the game to burn out the clock. Uh, Ridley, three carries, 18 yards. Uh, Juju. Juju on the beat. <laughs> nine, car- nine receptions, 116 yards. McDonald. Four catches, 112 yards, and a, and a touchdown, and a vicious, vicious stiff arm. Made me tear up a little bit. I mean, when I used to get stiff arms like that, but hey. On the other side, Fitzpatrick, 30 of 50, 411 yards, and three touchdowns. Uh, Barber, eight carries, 33 yards. Fitzpatrick even had five carries for 27 yards. <sighs> Evans, Mike Evans. I had him in fantasy. I was hoping he did more, but hey, you can only do what you can. Six receptions, 137 yards in the touchdown. Godwin, five receptions, 74 yards in the touchdown. Uh, Start with Pittsburgh. The biggest thing, everybody talking about, well, when Le'Veon come back, no, 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 it's not about Le'Veon. Now, Pittsburgh, if I'm not mistaken, is 1-1-1. That was their first win. And it's not about Le'Veon. That defense has to tighten up. The way they played early in that game, they were hawking. They were all over Fitzpatrick. I mean, they had a couple of interceptions. Why can't you play like that every week? You have to. But that's what they're missing. That's the only thing Pittsburgh is missing is defense. The offense is set. You got A.B. You got McDonald. You got uh who Jim calls the outlaw Jesse James at tight end. You got Connor. You got Juju. I mean, you got weapons on offense. You're fine on offense. It's the defense that has to tighten up. That defense got to start playing lights out. Like, from here on out, I'm talking about 
old school. Forget 2000 Ravens. Forget 85 Bears. I'm talking about your history. Know your history. Steel curtain. And start shutting people down. Stonewalling them. That's what I'm talking about when I say lights out. That's the biggest thing to the success of the Pittsburgh Steelers is their defense. On the other side, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers ride this hot wave. You may have lost this week. That's fine. Ride this hot wave. Let Fitzmagic do his thing. He is getting the ball to these receivers and D-Jax, Evans, Godwin. Let him let just let, ride the wave. If it ain't broke, don't break it. Okay. Um, I'm a fan of Jameis, but right now, Jameis, you got to sit back. You got to watch because you can't come in and you can't mess with chemistry. They got chemistry going right now. Your chance to come. Don't worry about it. I'm not saying any, I'm wishing anything bad on Fitzpatrick. Your chance may come elsewhere. It may not just come in Tampa Bay, but dude, it'll come. Don't rock the boat. And to Tampa Bay, don't offer Fitzpatrick a, a, a big contract because he's going to go sour. Don't debate me on this because studies have proved it. I've, I've seen it happen three times already, so don't 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 try to debate me because I'll pull it up and I, I'll put you to shame. It's not one that you want to debate. So just hey, when you're ahead, run the ball. Tampa Bay is, is going to be a force to be reckoned with in the NFC. I like to see him go far. So. With that being said, uh, not going to burn everybody's ears off. I know y'all probably tired of hearing me talk right now by myself. But I enjoyed it. I thank you for letting the sideline junkies come into your home, your car, everything. I, I, I try to thank everybody all the time. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for your feedback. Uh, speaking of feedback, you want to get in touch with the sideline junkies on Twitter, sideline junkies colon podcast on facebook sideline junkies 24 7 at gmail.com is the email hey we even on instagram sideline junkies on instagram okay you want to listen to us uh right here on anchor fm that's our home uh but you can also hear us on radio public breaker cast box google play music and google play podcast apple itunes in the podcast section uh, Stitcher, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Spotify, and Podchaser. Uh, just always remember, you go to these platforms, type in Sideline Junkies, you'll see our logo pop up, and that's how you get a hold of us, man. Uh, so, for me, I'm KG, uh, BJ on Special Assignment, Junie, Special Assignment, Delonte, Special Assignment, Big Jim, Special Assignment, for everybody here, Big Don. The Don will be joining in the studio for our wrestling show. I can't wait because he, he he got me a one-on-one last week. So two weeks in a row, it's time for me to come back. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for that. So stay tuned for that this weekend. Uh, we'll be right back at you with our wrestling show and featuring The Don and all his wrestling knowledge. So... That's all our time to the next time. Y'all be easy. Be good. And hope to hear a little bit from you. Have a good night, everybody.